Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for this glorious Resurrection Sunday, this Easter day where we celebrate Jesus rising from the dead, very truly in body, coming back from the grave, assuring us of his victory. We ask, Lord, that as we meditate upon this glorious day, you would send your Holy Spirit to stir up our hearts. For those of us that already know you, that you would stir us to new life. And for those who don't know you or are searching you out, that you would draw them to yourself as the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. Please be seated. Happy April Fool's Day. <laughs> you might say that Jesus pulled one heck of an April, April Fool's joke, right? You thought I was dead, ha ha. Not so. But of course, what we're going to see today is that the only fools are those that remain unwarmed by the resurrection of Jesus. I want to read from you a text. It's only known by one title, an ancient homily for Holy Saturday. And it was written, we think, in the first few hundred years of the church. So thousands of years ago. We don't even know who the author was, but it's deep and profound. Something strange is happening. There is a great silence on earth today, a great silence and stillness. The whole earth keeps silence because the king is asleep. The earth trembled and is still because God has fallen asleep in the flesh and he has raised up all who have slept ever since the world began. God has died in the flesh and hell trembles with fear. He has gone to search for our first parents, as for a lost sheep, greatly desiring to visit those who live in darkness and in the shadow of death. He has gone to free from sorrow the captives, Adam and Eve, he who is both God and the son of Eve. The Lord approached them, bearing the cross, the weapon that had won him the victory. At the sight of him, Adam, the first man he had created, struck his breast in terror and cried out to everyone, My Lord, be with you all. Christ answered him, And with your, your spirit. He took him by the hand and raised him up, saying, Awake, O sleeper. Rise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. I am your God, for your sake have become your son. Out of love for you and your descendants, I, now by my own authority, command all who are held in bondage to come forth, and all who are in darkness to be enlightened, all who are sleeping to arise. I order you, O sleeper, to awake. 
I did not create you to be held a prisoner in hell. Rise from the dead, for I am the life of the dead. Rise up, work of my hands. You were created in my image. Rise, let us leave this place, for you are in me and I in you. Together we form only one person. We cannot be separated. For your sake, I, your son, your God, became your son. I, the Lord, took the form of a slave. I, whose home is above the heavens, descended to the earth and beneath the earth. For your sake, for the sake of man, I became like a man without help, free among the dead. For the sake of you who left the garden, I was betrayed to the Jews in a garden, and I was crucified in a garden. See on my face the spittle I received in order to restore you to you the life that I had once breathed upon you. See there the marks, the blows I received in order to refashion your warped nature into my image. On my back, see the marks of the scourging I endured to remove the burden of sin that weighs upon your back. See my hands nailed firmly to a tree for you who once wickedly stretched out your hand to a tree. I slept on the cross and a sword pierced my side for you who slept in paradise and brought forth Eve from your side. My side has healed the pain in yours. My sleep will rouse you from your sleep in hell. The sword that pierced me has sheathed the sword that was turned against you. Rise, let us leave this place. The enemy led you out of the earthly paradise and I will not restore you to that paradise, but I will enthrone you in heaven. I forbade you the tree that was only a symbol of life, but see, I who am life itself am now one with you. I appointed cherubim to guard you as slaves are guarded, but now I make them worship you. The throne formed by the cherubim awaits you, its bearers swift and eager. The bridal chamber is adorned, the banquet is ready, the eternal dwelling places are prepared, the treasure houses of all things lie open. The kingdom of heaven has been prepared for you from all eternity. Amen. This is all we know of that ancient priest. We don't even know his name. We just know that homily. And so that profound message comes to us today on this day of Easter. And I want to ask you, I want to take it down to brass tacks. What's going to be left of you in 100 years? What's going to be left of you in 200 years? What's going to be left of you 
in a thousand years? What's going to be left of you in 2,000 years? Our jobs? Our children? No, that'll all be gone. But one thing will remain, and that is you, if you're found in Christ Jesus. And another thing will remain, and that's all your relationships with those who you love, if you're in Christ Jesus. If you truly believe that he died for you, if you truly believe that he was raised for you, if you take to heart that call, sleeper, awake, rise from the dead, I did not create you to dwell in hell, our God says. You know, the Bible says that there's only one thing that makes a complete fool of us. Psalm 14 says, the fool says in his heart, there is no God. To those of you that believe, that are Christians with me, don't be a fool. Don't fall for the lies of this world that says that there's no God. Don't live your life as if that's the case. Don't live your life being distracted constantly by those things that are perishing, that are going to be cast into the fire. To you who don't know Jesus, boy, don't put off for tomorrow what you ought to do today. Don't be a fool. Don't say to yourself, there is no God. Don't say to yourself, I can wait a while longer to be found in Jesus. None of us knows when the end will come. The good news of Easter is that Jesus has done this glorious work for you and for me, and he holds out his hand and asks us to embrace it. Embrace it. Or if you're not ready to embrace it, study. You know, I'm a classical historian by training, and I can tell you that there is nothing so well attested to than the resurrection of Jesus. This isn't just fairyland. This isn't just mystical things that we believe in blindly. This is a person who came and died and was seen and rose again and was seen resurrected and established a church that has gone on for thousands of years. We're blessed to be a part of it. Awake, O oh sleeper. Rise from the dead. And Christ will shine upon you. Amen.